Hello, Internet and Zombie-loving world. This is a bowl of talk, Fear the Walking Dead edition. I am your host, Tarnell Mims. Today will be a slightly different format because I'm writing solo. No Sev, no Justin, no Eddie, no Sammy, no nobody, just me. Um, go ahead and hit me, hit me up at the usual spots of at a bowl of Tarnell on the Twitter. At a bowl of is the overall is the overall Twitter account for everything a bowl of a bowl of .com. Go to our YouTube or Instagram or Snapchat. Just do everything. Actually, it's a bowl of snaps for Snapchat, and my Instagram is a bowl of Tarnell. But you know, hit us up wherever you want to. Uh, go ahead and uh, just do that. And let's go ahead and without further ado, since I have no one else to introduce, let's go ahead and get into the show. Episode eleven: Pablo and Jessica. It starts off with uh, picking up where we left off last week. Uh, Well, not where we left off, but yeah, a little bit where we left off. Something, a little bit of information we didn't have, which was uh, what happened with Victor and Madison uh, during the little barroom, little uh, little barroom, a little uh, in circulation when they were surrounded by all the zombies. How they got out and how they got to meet up with Alicia. So that's where it starts us off with. Um, it has us, you know, Victor, you know, Victor Madison, you know, they're fighting their way through. Um, they go into, I guess, a little secret little doorway or whatever. Uh, there's one zombie that crawls over to Madison. She kills it. Although they make it seem like she's going to get attacked and bit. Because the way she looked in the last episode when she saw Alicia was that she wasn't really fully okay. But I think that was just another little thing they did to trick people to get people to think that because everyone kind of thought she was that I had talked to thought she was hurt that that she had gotten bit in this fight but she didn't. However, her and Strand end up doing the good old camouflage thing. After the zombies did, they cover themselves in blood, and then they escape out of the room. They climb over the bar, they close the door, and then they barricade it. So now the whole thing that was a Occasional tactic in Walking Dead is like commonplace in the Fear of the Walking Dead, where all the time all you get is is you know is is people um, dressing up in camouflage and and getting a little bit of a uh, zombie blood on them all the time. So I don't know how that became to be like the norm, but you know that that's what it is. Um, so they're going to use that a whole bunch to the point where it's going to be almost lame. But, you know, kind of an expected thing if you need to go out to just cover yourself. Uh, outside of that, they go in. You know, she's worried. You know, they get out of the hotel, the main lobby, and then they get to the front where the truck was. The truck's gone. So somebody somewhere took off with the truck. Was it Ophelia? Was it another group? Who knows? But the truck's gone. Maybe it's the other hotel group. Maybe they took her on back or something. But that's gone. Um, Madison's freaking out because she thinks Alicia took it. Strand just says, listen, even if she did, she's probably still here. But even if she did take it, she's self-reliant. And she, you know, she can take care of herself. Uh, and Madison re- you know, regrettably says, yeah, I made her that way. And that's part of uh, relying to her having to bring herself up. Because all she was really doing the whole time was focusing in on Nick. So they go, so you know that happens. Rolls to the rolls to the, the the wonderful music, which wasn't music this time. It was just the continuation of whatever music was playing while that was going on. 
Come back. Um, you hear Madison lean up against the door, listening to zombies. Just kind of scratching and knocking at the door and bumping around in the other room. All of a sudden, she hears the... She hears Alicia scream. She hears, like, knocks on the other door with, you know, her Alicia saying, you know, let us in well, where they were at the last episode. They go in. They they, they run over. They knock the uh, the door, the doorknob off to... Because the door was locked, so they let him in. And then we kind of continue on where we were. You know, they barricade that door also. And then, you know, so there we are. We're cut up there. Cut from that. Now we're going to Nick. And and uh, just so you know, this episode, there was no Travis and Chris. So they're just, who knows? You know, we had the big cliffhanger with Chris killing the uh, farmer. Travis being totally dis, you know, dis, just discombobulated and like not upset with him. To, we're not even going to follow up with that at all this episode. Great way to uh, keep people intrigued there, writers. Um, so Nick is, sees the girl that, you know, girl crying that lost her dad. He goes, he wants to do something. He just kind of sees her crying. But in the midst, another uh, person from uh, La Colonia comes and consoles her. So there's nothing for him to really do. He goes over to the firmary, kind of sees some six people in there. And then he's just... He sees what's going on, but you know he you know he doesn't really can't really do anything about that. He's going over to manipulate their drugs that they have the that he uh, told the the little gangsters about. So he's going to kind of doctor them up and make the drugs work twice as quick to get the high, but not be as potent lasts as long. Just so so you get kind of higher quicker, but it's not as effective as the actual drug is. Now here's what I have. A problem with with the writing so there's two storylines this this um, this episode like last episode except except without Nick being out of it it's Nick and you know Ophelia and Alejandro and then the other side is Strand Madison Alicia Elena and Hector so those are the, those are the two storylines the storyline with um what was I just saying the people I just talked about Nick is he kind of sits there and talks about, you know, what are we going to, uh, you know, talk, he talks with Alejandro about the drugs. And he's like, you know, Alejandro's wondering why he's doing it. He's like, you know, this is, you know, gives us bites of time, gives us hope. Anything that does that is a positive thing. But for some reason later on in the episode, when that whole, after that drop is done, which we don't get to see, but after that drop is done, Alejandro kind of congratulates, uh, thanks him for it, and then he turns around and is like, oh, you know, it was nothing. You know, I, I just, you know, I just cut up some drugs. It wasn't that big a deal. So it's like, wait a minute. That was your idea. You were all hopeful about it on one end. Then on the other end, you're sitting there thinking, making it like it was no big deal. Like, can we have some continuity with these characters? Because I just feel like there's, the writers are really just, okay, yeah. We talked about it being like high-end fan fiction. But the reality is, is even with that, you can still write more consistently um you know so in between in between that moment happening which really just made me think like what the hell are you guys doing there's another part of that that also happens but i'll get to that it's on the other storyline but um so nick you know doctor of the drugs you know then he's talking with um the other one he sees uh he's talking with alejandro because he's telling him and Alejandro kind of have a talk about the bite. 
you know, he talks about, you know, having faith and everything. And Nick's like, you know, I've never really been good with faith. You know, that's not been my strong suit. Um, that's just not, you know, he just, he kind of didn't believe the whole bite story. But um, Alejandro told it to him. And then they get, you know, they're walking outside with it. Then all of a sudden, you know, he's, you know, he sees, you know, some kids playing. Actually, he sees Luciana playing with kids, some soccer. I forgot what they just kind of moved on from the story. You know, like Nick touched the scar and just like, oh, well, like, you know, like, what can I do? I can't really argue with him. There's a bite mark. There's a chunk missing and he's still here. So I guess it happened. Um, he plays, sees Luciana playing with the kids. The kids are complaining that there's only, you know, one adult. Somehow he understands that, that in Spanish. So he goes in and he helps the kids play and, you know, they score a goal or whatever. And he's all playing with the kids. It's cool. And then some dude comes up with a gun and talks to Alejandro. He's like super fucking bloody and he seems all panicked. So then Luciano's like nervous. He's like, she doesn't know really what to do. So she goes over to, to um, she kind of knows what it is. Um, the guy says that, you know, they found probably, they found him. He was all like cut up and bloody or whatever. You know, they, you know, they did bad and then come to find out later on that that was Luciana's um, <clears throat> brother and, you know, he's dead now. So she's kind of upset. So as they're walking to go do the drugs, you know, she confides that into Nick. Nick's like, I'm sorry. You know, you know, they, she hugs him. You know, there's some comfort there. So you start seeing there might be some chemistry with these two. It's like, all right, that's uh that's kind of interesting. But I just, you know, it's weird how she goes from being the hard ass to, eh, yeah, I'm good. But I mean. At the same time, it's the apocalypse. You lose someone, there's grief, so you hug whoever's close. Because at first, Nick tells him, you know, you just lost your boyfriend. But then she said, you know, it's my brother. He's oh, man, I'm sorry. Not that it makes any sense. She, you know, gets on him, you know, that, that was supposed to make it better. But, you know, she goes into the whole story about that. And it's like, okay, fine. You know, we kind of see what's going on here. So it's after that they come back from that run. They skip over the actual run, the drop-off. You know, I wished they would have got into the gangsters a little bit more and we would have seen that drop-off and them, like, maybe not trusting or whatever. But they come back and, you know, Nick makes it seem like it was no big deal. Oh, you know, yeah, it was totally easy with the drugs, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like that's going to come back to bite them in the ass later on. But we'll see. Judging by the preview that they that they gave for the next episode. But at any rate, he comes back. Um, Alejandro tells him, you know, I got you a new spot. He's like, why? And he tells me, you know, you helped us out a lot. Da da da. So he got him a little, little like college thing, like a little room. Um, tells him also, you know, I need more, I need more beds in the infirmary. But I think really what it was, it was him trying to gain Nick's trust and making sure he's got another right hand man outside of Luciana in, and then he has that in Nick. So, you know, Nick's there. Nick's just in that place they fast forward you know later on you get to it being nighttime and Luciana knocks on the door says she can't sleep um she gets up there and you know they start talking about well first she talks to him about him reading um what was it him reading the dictionary and Nick basically goes and says well you know I gotta talk to uh somebody here besides you because you know this place is it's Mexico it's TJ and not necessarily everyone's going to speak um, uh, speak English. So he's trying, and they get into, like, their, you know, everyone's, you know, his past a little bit. And then she, for whatever reason, she didn't see him with family. And I don't know why it seems so far-fetched that he wouldn't have family. That, like, doesn't make sense at all. But, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much, you know, you know, they get into it, they start talking. 
she's about to, well, she falls asleep on the bed. He's just sitting down in front of the bed, still reading. And she goes to leave. He's like, oh, fucking stay there in your sleep. Just fucking stay asleep. She's like, no, 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 I can't. People talk shit. And, you know, she's basically worried about people talking about her sleeping with him. But that's what ends up happening anyways. Because she goes to leave and he asks her, you know, hey, Alejandro said you were testing me. He's like, before, he goes, are you, are you testing me now? Like, what is it? You know, ask, you know, there's still a test. And there was no words. They just started kissing. And it pretty much ends with them, you know, kissing, making out. And who knows how far that went. But that's where that storyline kind of ended. So it's it was uh it's kind of interesting how that how that how that uh that that ex- that exchange happened. So basically, in the end for the Nick and uh, you know Nick is still big a uh, big part of La Colonia. He's not leaving. He's kind of gaining power, although I don't know if he necessarily realizes it. He's just kind of being Nick. And he seems to have gained a love of interest in Luciana very quickly. So there's that. I'm sure Alejandro, according to what you know, what what the the, the actor Paul Calderon said, he's kind of nervous about that relationship because he doesn't want to lose any leverage or any rapport he has with either one of them. But you know, I doubt either one would look to overthrow him. So I think he's kind of safe. But we'll see where that goes next week. Um, one thing that was in the preview for next week was somebody with binoculars looking in at, you know, on La Colonia. So who knows if that's the gangsters coming to attack the, attack the, the compound or if it's somebody else, but it seems like they might be in a little bit of danger. You know, they might not be as safe as it seems. Um, on the flip side of things, you've got Alicia and Madison and all them. So... They're sitting there. Elena, you know, no, actually, Madison says we should go after Ophelia. And Strand's looking at her like, okay, which way would you have us go? Like, seriously, like, where where are we going to go look for? We don't, we have no idea which way, should we, where should we be? What are we going to do? And then Eliza tells them that, you know, about the other issues it's just with the other guests, you know, about how much supplies there are, but, um, She's like, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen with, you know, with the other guests here. I don't know how to deal with them. So Madison Strand pretty much go, go to the other side and try and reason with the other guests, which is the wedding party from the other episode. Madison, you know, so they talk, so they go in there and they start talking with them. You know, they have them, you know, drop the weapons. So I got fine. We're dropping the weapons. They're in there talking with them. And Madison has to reason with the mom because the mom's saying, you know, we're not going to stay here. We're not going to work with her. You know, she deserves to die like my family. She, you know, basically still making her responsible for her husband and her daughter's death. And Madison pretty much lays out for the look. Your husband died. That The sickness got him. And then your, he bit your daughter. There was nothing that she could have done. She was not responsible for those two things. And, you know, they have a hard time. The husband and the mom have a hard time accepting that. But some they, they they pretty much try to reason with them and tell them, hey, you know, we're gonna need all your hands, and you know we're gonna need help. We're gonna need to work together. So the dude, um, Oscar, gives her the keys. You know, the main, the husband from before gives her the keys, gives him the keys, so they were able to 
now go and sweep each floor. And, you know, there was some people from that group that actually did go and help. So the whole new thing was now open up each room. Zombie comes out, stabs the zombie in the brains, put him on the luggage cart, stab the zombie, open the door, stab the zombies in the brains, put him on the luggage cart, you know, stabby, 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 brain, 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 luggage cart, luggage cart, luggage cart. And that was their, that was their kind of their deal. Um, so they're doing that. But before that, one thing that happened was Strand is weird right now. Strand is a little, trying to find himself in a little loss. Because Madison's idea is we've got this hotel, we've got people, let's clear this shit out and just make this home, let's make this base. Strand's like, I'll help you clear it, but this isn't home for me. And for whatever reason, it, you know, for him, he feels like he left home back at the other compound with with Tomas, but he doesn't know what home is now. So he's not wanting to stay there, which is weird because it's like between Alicia and Madison, that's... Before, you know, outside of, you know, Nick's, like, you've known these people for a while now, a few weeks now, you've gone through a few things with them, where else would home be? You don't have anybody else, and anyone that you could have possibly have is most likely dead, or just unreachable, because you're in the uh, in Mexico during the apocalypse. So, I don't understand where he's kind of going with that, but, you know, he does stay and he does help. So, I don't know if he's just trying to get himself there, or what, but that's, Strand's in a, Strand's in a weird spot right now. Um, he doesn't want to stay for whatever reason. Now, oh. um, so they're going through sweeping the floors and then at one point, um, Alicia and Madison are, are talking and they're, you know, they're kind of out on the beach and Alicia was saying, and Madison was basically apologizing to Alicia for having to raise herself and having to be, you know, having this moment where, you know, they were separated. And Alicia's just like, you know what, Mom? Don't, sorry, Mom. You know, you don't, you know, you, you don't, you didn't do anything wrong. You don't have to apologize. She's like, yeah, you know, I know you raised yourself and this and that. It's just, they're going back and forth, having a little, having a good, um, having a parent moment, parent, daughter, father, you know, father, daughter, mother, daughter moment, which is all right, but it's like, no, Madison probably did do something wrong. But, I mean, as a kid, you're not going to say, yeah, Mom, you fucked up. She's, she's understanding. She's not going to try and... Really, I don't think Alicia really wants to get into it right now. She's just happy that they're... They're together. And, you know, things are cool. Um, yeah, so while, while they're sitting there talking, all of a sudden, this is where I have another problem, Alicia gets this, like, idea that maybe, just maybe... We should, uh, you know, maybe we don't have to sweep every uh, every floor. She kind of looks at the water, looks at the pier, and for whatever reason, I, you know, I didn't really piece it together, but she kind of looked at the sign, and I didn't really get understand what it said. I wish Eddie was here to like have translated for me, and I didn't really pause it. But she's gets this idea of being able to clear the hotel without having to sweep everything floor by floor. So. That's the plan. The plan was lure all the zombies out, get the uh, somewhat, you know, close all the side exits and doors behind them, so they so they're stuck on the pier and they can't come back into the prop into the hotel, because evidently from the hotel there is a pier that goes right, you know, that goes directly to the pier that goes out of way over the ocean. Get the you know whoever's the last last person go out to the end of the pier. 
lead the zombies all the way there and then jump off you know jump off the pier and then they'll be in a little boat thing one of the um those little raft motor boats pick that person up and give them the safety meanwhile all the zombies are now out on the beach and they're out of the compound they're all, well, they're all in the water but hopefully they wash out but they'll mostly probably wash up back on the shore but who knows at least they're off the main complex and maybe they have fences that they can use to uh keep them out now the problem i have with this is this alicia came up with the idea then all of a sudden in the next you know when they come back to the scene of them about to execute it she's like nervous and doesn't want to want to do deal with it i'm like this was your idea what do you mean like again consistency with these characters look I don't know what it's going to take, but you guys have to sit there and do better at this show. Like, stop putting in the weak, dummy horror plot devices. Stop forcing characters to be crazy or not crazy or whatever and just flip-flop their emotions. Have consistent characters and maybe, I don't know, just ramp up the amount of zombies or the danger factor. And stop trying to, like, shoehorn certain things in there. I don't know, this is weird. Sometimes it's kind of frustrating but anyways that's what's going on there so that and this is another thing is like i was for sure for sure for sure for certain for certain that uh something was going to go wrong with this plan and i feel like that would have even though that would have been cheesy also probably would have been better maybe a little bit more exciting because you've got this big suspenseful music going on you've got Madison being the one to lure the zombies all the way to the edge of the pier. Everyone else is kind of, you know, and, you know, no one, everyone else leads the people up, just leads the people, the zombies up just fine. Everyone gets, you know, they all get close. They, you know, lock their little spaces behind them. No one's really has, you know, there's no problem. Madison doesn't trip. No one gets caught. No one gets eaten. Um, down the the boat, they maybe messes, you know, takes a little bit to uh, get started, but they get it started. They get it out to where they need to go. And it just works, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, that's not exciting television to have the plan work. You know, she jumps down into the uh, into the water. And then, you know, zombies follow her and they just kind of fall off into the water. And then, you know, she gets in the boat and then that's cool. And I'm like, okay, what? Was this like the downplayed poor man's version of beginning of season six when the, uh, you know, Rick and them led the walkers away from the rock quarry? Because I don't understand what else this was like it was just so weird how you had the opportunity for more drama and you just kind of made it this weird suspense thing and then nothing happened everything was fine like huh i'm trying to watch this because someone might die or there might be violence or maybe there's like an x factor that comes out over that throws a monkey wrench into things or there's another group that comes up in the middle of it and throws things off like nothing it was just like hey we're gonna go do the plan hey there's the plan all right, we're done with the plan. That's uh, that's the end of that. We're uh, kind of close to the end of the episode there. So you know, so now you know that happens. So the next scene, the last scene, scenes of this episode is that is um, everyone's kind of sitting down and eating at eating you know at the dinner, getting okay. There's food at the hotel, except um, Oscar and the mom. Strands asks, you know, should we wait for Oscar? And the brother said, you know, he isn't ready for this. 
Madison says, well, the food will be here when he, when he is. Strand asks where the honeymoon suite is. And I didn't get that at first, but he guess he figured that's where his wife was. So I figured somehow, somehow at some point in time before she turned, they probably went up to the suite and that's where she was. Um, this, and, you know, they got out of that room that they were, that Elena barricaded them in. So Strand goes up there and talks to Oscar about, you know, they talk about, you know, who they were, you know, the old version of themselves versus the new version and not knowing what that is. Um, how they, uh, you know, loving, you know, the best way, you know, how they love someone and then, you know, have to let them go. Basically dealing with this whole shit of the apocalypse, you know, people that you love and you care for. But the thing that's hurt Oscar is he was like, most people didn't want to accept that that's not her anymore and that it will never be her again, that his wife is gone. His honeymoon bride is gone. So, you know, he explains them, you know, um, Strand says, you know, that's not her anymore. He goes, what's your name? He goes, yeah, it's Jessica. And, um, and that's why it's called Pablo and Jessica because Pablo was Luciana's brother and Jessica is Oscar's bride. Um, and he's like, Neil, help me let, Neil, pretty much tell him to help me let go of her. Help me help you let go of her. And so he opens the door and then Strand goes in and pretty much, I guess, Neil goes to take her out. And that's the way the episode ends. God, I ran through this so quickly. I don't know. I just felt like this was a weaker episode. Maybe, and I don't know why. It should have been more. But maybe it would have been talked about more had we had other people here. But it's just me. So pff, there you go. Um, yeah. So that ended. So who knows if Oscar will be ready now. If the mom will be ready. If they're going to join the group next episode. Um, the only thing I know is next episode. The, the um, preview pretty much showed Nick, you know, being watched, you know, the, the colony being watched, La Colonia, being watched with uh, binoculars, so someone's about to go do some shit there, and then something goes out the hotel, but it looked like Strand, I can't understand if he got shot, if he got stabbed, or if he got bit, but Strand was, like, lying down, bleeding, and looked shocked, so, um, yeah, that that's, gosh, that's, I hope, I kind of hope Strand doesn't die, he's gone the characters I like, I'm still, I'm on, um, and I don't know, Madison seemed okay this episode, but still, eh, you know, I'm over it. Um, Travis, though, Travis has got to stop being a pussy or he's, he's got to go. But who knows, because we didn't see them at all this episode. So hopefully we get more of them next episode. It's a 15-episode season. That was just episode 11, so there's four episodes left. So next week is episode 12, and I guess we'll have to see... We'll have, we'll have to see, you know, what goes down these next four episodes. And then after that... Um, we'll have to, you know, we'll basically kind of check out, you know, what goes on with The Walking Dead. But I really want to know what's going to go happen with, um, what's going to happen with this episode, what they're, what they're doing. Because they've got everyone split up. We still have no idea about Ophelia. If she's, al- I mean, she's not, she can't be dead. She's got to be alive. But hopefully, the, hopefully we find out what's going on with her. Um, or at the very least, if she is dead, we at least see her zombie corpse come and maybe take out another um, another cast member. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Because this episode, I don't know, maybe it wasn't weak, but it felt, it felt weak to me and it kind of annoyed me a little bit. Because I'm thinking something 
something more has to happen. Something really more really needs to, uh, we, we just need more. That's all I can say is we need more. So, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Let me look at this preview again and see if there's anything that we see here. All right. Somebody's watching Nick. They know that there's dangers coming. Oh, wait a minute. Ophelia did take the truck. Yeah. Oh. Ophelia took the truck. Okay, so two things are happening here. So it looks like there's just a ton more walkers in that in that area in the compound. You know, okay, so in La Colonia, it looks like there's a lot more walkers in that area between the you know in the bus. So I don't know if people went in the bus like if someone's hiding out in that bus. I know this is totally exciting, but it looks like some more. Who's in that bus? Hold on. So you have that. So the truck looks like it was. They don't show it, but the truck the like USA. Hold on, let's see here. Yep, someone's trying to get it to the border. Maybe Ophelia took it and went try to go to the border. Interesting. And yeah, you see Strand there bleeding at the chest. So I wonder what's gonna happen. I wonder. I wonder what's gonna go down with all this. Interesting. Maybe we finally get to see Ophelia next next time. That was episode 12 of Pablo and Jessica of Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, we'll be back next week. I'll have more co-hosts with me again. Sev and somebody else. Um, we'll see you then and peace. Uh, zombie noises.